Hey, what's going on? It is episode 212 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. And that was Teenage Bottle Rocket. Okay. I just figure like that seems like the right way to, to say that. You know, having a little bit of, a very little bit of uh, of, of technical radio schooling. Yeah. So talk yeah. that down. No, it sounded good. It sounded uh, sounded like a like a few of the garage bands like I've listened to, and I was like, like a in my youth, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like people would be like, "Hey man, we're throwing a party!" <laughs> like in the garage, and they were playing right. that that kind of like that kind of lead guitar that's like not crazy shredding, but just sort of fun, right. like bopping around a pentatonic. Yep, like the kind of shit I'm almost capable of. Yes, like the every screeching weasel song ever written. Yeah, I don't mean that like derives were like I'm capable of. I just mean like. No, I know. He's not trying to be Van Halen. You it's, know what I mean? Yeah, it's he's that same thing. It's like it's the same formula. Kind of like, like kind of like the Queers or something. Yes. you know what I mean. Same exact thing. Okay, yeah, that's what it sounded like. That's to weird me. to me They're, that you know the Queers, but that's like the one punk. Okay. If you can say that, that's like the one I know. Yeah, I used to have uh, love songs for the retarded. Mm-hmm. I think that was the only one I had by them. But I listened to the crap out of so it. So did yeah, so did I. Really, I, I remember mean, when it first came out, and I and I bought it at record swap and. Because uh, I think I, I want to say that I saw them before that there at that off the alley, and then um, that CD came out, and we, me and my brother, on the way back and forth to uh, Hebrew school, we rocked that thing out, man. A little bit of uh, can't stop farting. If it's been said <laughs> once, it's been said a million times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, Ursula finally has, yep, uh, titties. Yeah, that was. I don't know. I don't know how that got. I think my brother. I think my brother, he was in a band and his friends. We finally had... come together on something. <laughs> so that's, 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 that's a good one? Yeah. That yeah. record? That's acceptable? Uh, I mean, it's not it's not technically in my wheelhouse of what I would consider. It's not hardcore for sure, but it, I was. Right. I, it was, I would say, a, uh, no, a guilty super, pleasure of mine. Real it's, poppy. And it's, real. It's, it's specific to that time in Chicago. That that time yeah, uh, in in that that group of bands that were all doing that same kind of thing. So want to be said, a granola head. Yeah, yeah, it's super clean and popular. Yeah. Like you said it's glossy, like stre- screeching weasel swing. Yeah, I was never like into like it's got to be gutter punk. I just I was too, no. There was a lot of catchy, funny. Yeah, there's something to be said for bands like uh, when people talk uh, about bands historically have music that lasted the test of time. Like you'll hear people go like, "Oh, I really liked." Um, Oh, uh, the Dead Milkmen, and yeah. everyone will go, oh, bitch and Camaro, and uh, that's the punk one I would know yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, it, but but it's 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 a sing along. Both of those are sing along songs. That kind far. of fun, but it's it's funny, and so it's not serious, and you can't go like, oh, those guys didn't rock, but they were still cool. Like they did their thing. Well, it's, they it's, weren't it, weird Al, but they, they but isn't like, that kind of like uh, like Weezer a bit? It's like if you. It's oh they don't oh, take themselves so sure. right if they say oh we know we're not cool right like okay. nerd rock like the end battle scene in in Eight Mile which I'm sure you've seen a hundred sure. times hundreds yeah, plural uh, he goes at himself he's mm-hmm. like I'm gonna make fun of myself the most and then like now what are you gonna say and the guy's as perplexed as Johnny was with the uh, uh, crane kick mm-hmm. That's how perplexed uh, this fellow was in eight months. Yeah, they don't know how to take that apart. For they were sure. just like, "Wait a minute, I'm, uh, you know." Yeah, un- there's a lot of bands. To me. There's uh, like me first in the Gimme Gimmies who do like a funny oh, punk yeah. rock take yeah, yeah. on like you know, traditional music or the Vandals. Or... I believe I can fly. But w- what I find funny about that stuff is, is like it's it's not something that it's something you would rock out with 
I guess with your buddies over some beers or whatever, but it's not like you, you can't get, you're not going to have like a serious moment or you're not going to sit by yourself and like pine like you were talking about yeah. listening to something. Transatlanticism? Like I'm yes. still going strong. It's still, right. what is it, April? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. How many, I mean, it's been over a hundred days I've listened to that song every day. Mm. Well, hopefully I'm their Spotify, broken. their Spotify listen list, I don't know if it's unique or not, but it definitely moved that song to the top of their list if it wasn't already. Well, they're going to like next year, they're going to go like your top tracks of 2019 and they're just going to be like, well, you already it's know. Just, yeah, like, we don't need to we don't need to keep sending that to you. Yeah, I just got back into town. I went to Indianapolis again for some more training. Yeah. Trying to fix, uh, like I said, I was broken. They're trying to fix me. Did you still, did you stay at the uh, Transient Hotel again? The same I stayed uh, at a airport? good one. Uh, yeah, by the airport. Yeah, well, there's like three of them. And I stayed at the one they sent me to the last couple times. And uh, I always go, I'm going out of town for a couple days. I'm going to do it this time. I'm really going to do it. I'm going to go there. I'm going to exercise i'm gonna read a book i'm gonna take a nap i'm gonna eat i'm gonna like sleep i never get to sleep it never ever happens and for people who haven't listened or just started listening i have that opposite thing where i'm like when i get into the hotel room i crank the air conditioner up as far as as cold as it can possibly be yeah and i'm like i'm camping out I'm not going to meet any of the other people I've 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 gone to training <laughs> yeah. with. I've you know no yeah. need for that. I'm I wasn't, not drinking. I'm not I, doing any of that. I wasn't hanging out with the people I trained with. Uh, <laughs> no, it was uh, it's no, it's just a thing where you you say you're going to get all this R and R. Like you're like, I'm going to go and reset my batteries. And uh, this was actually you like get a good physical book. Yeah, yeah, I brought a book. I started reading that uh, the subtle art of of not giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. Mark I don't Manson. Know you're asking me. I don't Mark know Manson, I think. Uh, uh, I've read more books. Is that by the guy me. from Sugar Ray? Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I've read more books by Marilyn Manson than Mark Manson. But, uh, anyways, I so I brought that book. I brought my guitar. I said I'm going to practice. Do you think the people see you coming in the hotel carrying your guitar and they're just like, "Oh God"? I'll be honest. I hope that they think I'm in a band. Uh, okay. <laughs> I hope that I walk in there and they're like, "Oh man, what band is he in?" Like, are we going to see like the drummer and stuff walk behind him in the groupies? And they're like. I wonder if we missed it, or if that was just some loser and bringing his, bringing his. Or you could just guitar. be a drunk, and it could be a guitar case filled with little booze bottles. Or I could be like in a is it Desperado, where he's got guns yes, in there. You could be that. That should be more dope. So, yeah. no, but I always say I'm going to do this R and R thing, and then what I end up doing is going. I'm in a foreign place. I wake up every hour on the hour. I'm freaking out about oversleeping for training. Mm-hmm. So. I'm up constantly. I learned a lot in this training about it's, a lot of it was about stress management and stuff. So I learned a lot about Perfect. like. Perfect. Well, it's so funny. Uh, yeah, why would they send me there, huh? Let's be. Were you raising your hand and like touting CBD oil and? Dude, I didn't mention CBD oil, but here's the thing: we did a test, and this was just on paper. And they're like, "Okay, if you've had any of these following things, circle them." And it was like, uh, now a lot of it was like, I work weird shift. I work. I work weird hours. So a lot of it is like, give a point for every time you've changed your hours. I'm like, well, that's a lot. So I got a lot of points for that. But basically you line up all the things that like bother you or like have happened in the past year. Said, oh, if this has happened in the past six months, a year, whatever, circle these things. And if these things bother you, dude, I was not only was I the on the stress level, was I the most in the whole class? I dwarfed anyone even (laughs) near me like near dude. I had uh, I think the closest person like I had had to retake it at the break. They're like, did you cheat? Yeah. The teacher was honestly like, hold on, hold on. Are you? And I was like, no, you can look at it. I was like, I even didn't circle a couple things because I don't want you guys to know about it. Like there there was a couple things I clearly could have been like, yeah, that's a real problem for me. But I was like, I don't want you guys to think that poorly of me. So uh, I smoked anyone else near me. But then when they hooked me up to a biorhythm 
uh, my body was super calm. So it's, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just my head or whatever. But when I was in Indy. I had a, uh, I actually had a fantastic time. I had a really, really, really good time. Learned a few things. Um, of course, there was always, as is any time you go to training, well, I'll let you jump in here. There's always a few of the same people. And I don't mean the same people by name. I mean the same guy. Like remember, or the, gal. remember or gal. No, when you put your hand, when you when you hit a man upside his head or a woman. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's an old quote. Um, okay, remember the office when the Ryan the intern first got there and he was like, Stanley has his crossword puzzles. He's the crossword puzzle guy, and it was like, and Phyllis loves cats or oh uh, no, uh, what's the name of those? Cats? Angela. Angela. Angela loves cats, and he's like, uh, Jim eats the same sandwich for. He's like, everybody's a thing here. He's like, I don't want to be. Tuna, tuna. He was like, I don't want to be uh, a guy here. I don't want to be that guy, a guy that's this guy. Uh, I'll let you guess some of the guys that are always in well, these trainings. I know we've definitely brushed upon this before, but again, because for the newer newer, yeah, for the newer listeners, um, there is, if the training lasts more than one day, I know there's the guy that either showed up late on day one and had to sit in the back, and then on day two, he ruins the entire seating arrangement by just picking the best seat. He shows up the next day as the first guy and he picks the most prime seat and then everyone has to shift one. And you've never seen a larger group of adults more confused and more <laughs> displaced and uncomfortable because the way training works is you put your training, your study materials down and that is your, everyone sees where you are and they see where they are. They take stock. It's like a school bus. You get on yeah. wherever your ass hits the seat. That's it for you for the year. And then the bus driver comes around and writes, you know, says where you are. So, uh, and some of the training they put like, you know, you get the little foldable triangle thing that you put, it stands up with your name on it. Yeah. So we had that, that also further stakes your claim, but this guy comes in and is just completely oblivious or just goes like, ah, it's not the big of a deal, but it is because you could displace 50, 60 people. But I wondered if you put like a hidden camera and did that to a kindergarten class versus a group of like 40 year old men, which would deal with it better. Oh yeah, without you know what I mean. The, the answer, kindergartners right? would be like, "Oh, we just scoot over, okay." But the adults are like, "Hey, I, I already, dude, I already put my monster energy drink here. How could I possibly move?" There is the guy who feels the need to field a actual phone call during training, and will start talking before he even leaves the room. Instead of like, you know, you got a call coming in, you could run outside and answer it outside the room. But this guy picks it up. He yes. trails off as he heads out the yes. door. You go, hello? Yeah. Oh, hey, really? I'm training real quick. Uh, what do you need? Hey, let me step out. And it's like everyone is watching this guy. You've already done what you said you weren't going to do. So there's that guy. And then there is the guy who the entire time training is there sitting in the front row yet doesn't have a problem texting and looking at Facebook while the instructor is six inches from him. <laughs> and it's uncomfortable for everyone. There was uh, there's everybody in there was nice or cool, but there was a couple guys that were near me that were um from the same company and uh clearly didn't give a shit about having conversation there was nobody there to really yell at them and like i work with you you're with me who's gonna yell just just i mean dude talking about like oh so-and-so did you see this email from so-and-so i'm like you guys like like talking out loud while the instructor's talking oh, do out loud and <laughs> so and and i'm sitting so close to them that i'm like i'm associated with them i'm like no i'm not i'm not, i don't know these no 
the guy that uh, the guy that asks questions uh, when the instructor says, "Hey, we're going to take a, a lunch break around 11. and the guy goes, "Hey, why don't we just push it through to about one o'clock and call it a you know we'll just we'll, we'll call it a day yes. and we'll push through lunch." And there's, the instructor's always going to go, "Hey, I know this is supposed to go to about four thirty. I'm going to try think, to get you out of here at four twenty-seven. If try we, to get you out of here four fifteen, we'll yeah, push right. it. We'll cut it a little bit. So, and then you always have the guy who goes. Yeah, uh, three-ish, three-ish. <laughs> Always trying to get it like two hours early. Yeah. Uh, there is the guy that decides to beat the bathroom rush. He sees that it's almost at that 50-minute mark, and he decides to go up and use the bathroom at 45 minutes, disturbing the whole class. And the guy who everybody comes back from break, he waits 10 minutes and then uses the bathroom now because he's got to take a power Guess deuce. Guess who is that guy this time? He has to take a power deuce and is like, I know the bathroom's going to be clear at that point, so it's just safer to do that. Yeah, I did both of those things. That was me. <laughs> okay. That was me this time because I was I was I've been referring to I I stole another phrase from your mom's house podcast. The, they call themselves the Water Champ. Uh, I had a guy at work that I was training to do some stuff a couple uh, weeks ago, and he was laughing because how much water I drink, and I was referring to myself as the <laughs> the Water Champ. So like every time I had to stop to pee, he 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 was smoked right. So he'd be like, well, let's take a smoke break. Now I got to pee anyway. So we constantly do that. But isn't the water champ the guy that can hold his water the longest? The water champ is the guy who drinks the most most and not pee. It's impossible. If you pee that much, it's got to, or if you drink that much, it's got to come out. I don't know. Dude, I was drinking like 15 cups a day in class. I was the water champ. I don't, obviously, I don't drink a ton, ton, but even if I was out at a bar and I drank four beers, I wouldn't go to the bathroom one time. I wouldn't go until I got home. If you drank as much water as I did, you'd be peeing too. Plus coffee, bro. Water. Yeah, champ. I drink a ton of coffee. So I was that guy, and then I guess you have the you have the um the way over prepared guy, the guy that comes with like six pens and lays them out perfectly, <laughs> and then he's got like uh uh the the guy that's got like he brings like all these packages of stuff to put energy to pour in his mm-hmm. water. He's got scraps. He's uh there's free snacks in the lobby like for when you have break time. He has like sixteen each time, and so like you go to his desk and there's or not his desk but his chair, and there's like Reese cups and there's all these like I'm like dude, it's it's. This is a class that's going to be like six hours. Can you can you not eat a four-course meal and drink 20 things? I know I drink a lot, but it's only one cup, right? It's not bothering anybody. Uh, the guy that's way... One bed, one, one cup. What, that's what the shirt should say. And what about the guy who has the secondary uh, iPad and or cell phone in the book bag, and it's ringing, and everyone's looking around, and everyone's like, it's clearly coming from your book bag, dude. <laughs> yeah. And that guy's looking around, too, like, yeah. And then he goes, oh, oh. Oh, oh, sorry. That's me. I didn't. I, I didn't. I must have had a different ringtone. Sorry, yeah, my bad. Yeah, it's weird. We all knew. <laughs> but yeah. he's the last guy to know. Everyone else immediately goes. Yeah, it's not me because both my my phones are right here. You have a book bag for some reason. It is weird when You're people, not when people carry two cell phones and they act surprised every time when the other one goes off. It's like, did you? Did someone slip one in your bag on accident, like before you left? Like you see in the movies all the time, where like the spy will come by and like slip one in the guy's bag, and he lifts it up and he gives him some sort like of like the pickpocket. <laughs> But the opposite, right. <laughs> like a drop pocket. Yes, uh, there is obviously the person who asks a bunch of questions when you know it's ready for to wrap up for the day, dude. Or boy, was the the extra like ninety percent of the people don't participate, so the teacher will have to, nay, instructor will have to kind of rely on those couple people that are participating. And then by the second or third day of training, there's a people on the wall that it's clear no matter what, they're not going to say anything. So the, the instructor has abandoned all hope. Of and even, even if the teacher throws it to him, it's like pulling teeth. Yeah, so it's, like, it's yeah. just like, hey, name one thing that you like to um, 
uh, you know, drink, and they're just like, I, I, I don't drink well, anything. Now, I don't know if you know. No, you this could or say not. water. You could say beverage. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I am a, I am a teacher slash instructor myself okay. uh, in my job, and so when I when I learned this trade a long time ago, a lot of the times they'll tell you to sort of while instructing in order to keep people lucid during your instruction you throw stuff to them like i would be like hey ben so give me an example of a time where you yes. did xyz and you'll find these people that are just like i mean they are they're just dead inside you know and so the, the te- <laughs> they're my favorite so so the the, the <laughs> teacher instead of a the teacher nay instructor instead of a band once you've like thrown it to that person <laughs> and you've embarrassed them you want to tr- you have this especially if it's strangers you want to try you're you feel terrible now uh, and so you try to build this guy back up by trying to elaborate a little. Okay, maybe he's not understanding. Throw him some gimmies. <laughs> it's just not happening. No and eventually, you have to you have to pull away. It's almost like when the teacher called on the kid who couldn't read, and the kid started reading, and then everyone <laughs> yeah. in the class was like, "Can the can the teacher move on?" And the teacher's like, "I'm going to no, let this yeah. I'm let this go like two or three sentences." And the kid and everyone else is going like. We could all, we should all just figure yeah. hard. They're like, let let Jimmy try, let him <laughs> yeah, try. It's like, he's, he's brutal been, for everybody. He's been trying for a while. But what about the guy who raises his hand not to ask a question, but to give an example about oh. what the instructor just said? So Dude, the instructor, just, <laughs> if I had trophies, I'd be like, you're the worst person to ever award, and you get it. So, so the the, the instructor will talk about, let's just say, uh, bowling or something like that, or how, how to pick up a, a seven ten split. And their guy will raise his hand up and he'll be like, oh, did you have a specific technical way that's different than the way I, you know, something else you, you heard of? No, no. But there was a time when I, w- you know, when I actually was going to pick up a 7-10 split and what I actually did was this or that or the other thing. And my favorite way to do it or actually when they correct the instructor and they go, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. But how about my method? Or so, when they'll just go like, <laughs> I had a 7-10 split before too. And I remember like I tried to knock it out also, um, but I missed both of them. <laughs> And there's just like this pregnant pause, and, just right. goes, and then there's like, right, right, that that is that could happen. That, that, could that happen. is, I guess, that's germane to the topic. Um, yeah, so I, I know, like, uh, that sucked, right? It's like, um, yeah, yeah, that was. But don't you always that think was to yourself, semi, like, that was semi relevant? Thanks for bringing that up. People are so specific to. Like, they don't want to give any more of their time. They're like, hey, during the 50 minutes between breaks, like, this is the teacher's time, and that's when I'm going to participate. But with stuff like that, it's like, can't you grab the teacher on the break? Like, you don't, or or if you have a question that's not relevant, stay after class. Don't, don't involve me in this. Yeah. Or, or when they ask for an example of something and two or three have been brought up, let's put a cap on it. (laughs) You're going to be like, hey, I know six people give examples, but I'd like to give one that's almost the exact same as what the last guy just right. said, only this time it's with my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it includes me. <laughs> this is the worst, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So all those people. I think I hit there. them all. You did. It was real good. All those people are there. Uh, there was some great people. It was wonderful. It uh, it was the best business trip I can remember being on in a long time. You know what's crazy is this was a, a bit about stress management. And so we're doing all this. I had to fight the urge to be that know-it-all guy, as I often do. Without, uh, I'm the guy who's the know-it-all guy without knowing more shit more than anybody I've ever met. So anyways, I'm in this class and we did a lot of like guided relaxation. It was odd training. I mean, it was great. But here I am not sleeping well and being on weird sleep patterns anyways. And it's like close your eyes and it's literally like 10 minute guided meditations in class. We're all sitting there. It was weird because normally in a class I'm fighting sleep the entire time. (laughs) You know, I mean, any any, any classroom setting, the same room. 
for all day. You're fighting sleep. No, I don't care how much you slept. I don't care what the subject matter is. So I'm fighting sleep. But this was cool because it gave us little pockets of time where it was like fine to sleep. It was like, okay. And I was like, hey, I, I do my guided meditation on the floor. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, cool. That's fine with me too. Uh, if this one lasts 10 minutes, mine's going to last like 45. So um, it was weird though. It was like, uh, I, I didn't want to be rude and full on fall asleep in the class. So we're doing these like weird guided relaxations. And my neck was getting so like my neck was hurting from nodding off and yanking my head back into it. So that's how strenuous my my week was. Super yeah, duper like strenuous. Amazing training. No, it, you know what? It it did give me some tools to deal with. It. It's crazy because I got I got home, and within like forty five minutes, I was like, "Do these kids ever shut their mouths?" <laughs> like I was like, I just spent two days focusing on like let things go and hey, you can only control three things. You know what those are? What you think, say, and do. That's it. Everything else is out of your control. And I came home and I was like, "Well, I think these kids are being obnoxious." Uh, I just told them out loud how obnoxious they are, and what I'm going to do is go lay down. Well, and, and just to uh, add a cap but I on love that, them. they're little angels. So, the last podcast I talked about how I started taking CBD oil, the uh, oh, non-THC yeah. CBD, and I told you, the listeners, and you that I would keep you up to date on on uh, you know how that transpires over the next couple weeks and what changes I find, and I ended up stopped. I was taking it at night at eight o'clock at night. And then in the morning I'd take it at eight o'clock before work. Um, and I don't know if it's just because, uh, you know, it was, it's a long day or whatever. I'm tired, but I, uh, I stopped taking it in the morning and I was, it didn't affect me at work. It, I mean, in a negative fashion, but I also wanted to, uh, to save it up to spread the, spread the wealth a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's like when I was using nicotine patches and I'd rip them in half. And 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 that's why it didn't work for me. I'd be like, yeah, I can, you know, I only have enough. I'm spending all this money. And it's like a week supply, so I'd yeah, get two weeks sense. out of out of one week. I get it. But I'd smoke with a nicotine patch on. I just down, smoke half as much. Watering down your boots. I had a buddy. My buddy Steve would quarter his. He would literally wear a quarter of a nicotine patch and smoke. Oh, well, you know, and he'd be like, "Well, I'm smoking, you know, a quarter less too." So, oh, but okay. again, it never worked out. Yeah. Um, but I have noticed that. I, I liken it to almost not not all the way, but um, what's the movie with Ron Livingston where he uh, oh Office, Office space. space yeah like Office Space where... I wanted to find a picture or a video of him gutting that fish and be like I picture this is what Dave's like at work now just bringing <laughs> fish into work and gutting it not 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 too far off in the way that like uh, you remember like so in the beginning when he got um. Uh, when he got hypnotized, he was like extreme. And then as time went on, he still, when, when the whole scam yeah. that they did went on, he was still showing signs of nervousness and concern, but he was just generally, you know, still, he'd gotten into a groove where he wasn't letting the, the big things really He wasn't bother. walking around in a malaise. Right. So now, would you say that you've grown a tolerance to this? Thing? No, so, no, you, absolutely you, not. You had a bit of an edge to you when I got here. Today? Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought I, that was a. a I haven't taken. I ha- actually haven't you? taken any tonight. How'd you word it? You said you like. Yeah, I got a little bit of something. Because we podcast uh, a little. We podcast late, and I work. I get up at like five thirty in the morning for yeah, work. Yeah, true. Um, I just don't want to do anything to add to me calming down and being relaxed and falling asleep. So, which it did. I mean, I've sl- I've been sleeping like a rock, which is really? if for nothing else, that's the greatest thing ever. But like it's worth it for that. The kid tolerance part, I mean, is up seventy five percent. 
where I actually just find, I, I mean, I'll yell and tell them to shut up, but I immediately go back to like not caring about, I could even care less though about what they have to talk about. I'll wow. tell you that. Wow. Um, yeah, I still got to order mine. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm, uh, I'm just uh, slouching around and relaxing and enjoying and not, uh, again, not, not looking at my phone in the morning, not concerned about what's going to happen at work till I actually get to work. Um, not really? stressing out about anything. He's like, yeah, I don't know, Bob. I mean, yeah, I would say I do about a good forty-five minutes of work <laughs> yeah, in right. a given day. Exactly, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, good for you. Yeah, so uh, so far so good. You and want to plug it again? Uh, yeah, Easy Day Hemp is the website, and our promo code is Hey My Man, capital H, capital M, capital M in Hey My Man, and I want to say if I remember right, it's fifteen percent or fifteen dollars off your total order. I think it's um, percent. I I could because fifteen dollars is a pretty good chunk off. It's fifteen dollars. That's like fifteen dollars off. Ooh, actually. baby, that's nice. Because I want to say the actual price may be like it ends up being like sixty four dollars and it's like seventy nine or something. So it, it, it's it's a sizable discount, mm. and uh, it worked immediately. And when I say immediately, like the first dose, it took like you know forty five minutes for me to. I never felt anything where I was like, wow, now I'm feeling it. But I could definitely, I was definitely relaxed and and. Uh, there was no real loading phase, as far as I was concerned. It uh, it seemed to take effect pretty quickly. Uh, you gotta love that part. With all that being said, I've I've been able to manage the stress going on around here with my wife's. So my wife. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. The lady I live with has two dogs, and mm. I call them her dogs because I can't stand either of them. They're both Pomeranians, mm. and they. I saw you post some pictures of their horrible yeah, faces. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, one of them is now blind. Like, it happened overnight almost when I went from not needing bifocals to needing bifocals. Not so my wife that. wants to give her this angel halo thing that goes on her head so she can do like, like Jory from Star Trek? I don't know. The who Next that. Generation? No, that guy saw through that. The black I mean, dude from Jordy? Reading Rainbow? Yeah, Jordy from Reading Rainbow. Well, he's Jordy from Star Trek. But Say, yeah, but still. Never watched it, but I know who you're talking about. LeVar Burton. LeVar <laughs> Burton. So wait, your dog's going to be like the guy from Roots? No, but it's going to have like a, a weird like hula hoop thing on its head. So yes. this is what she wants. So it can feel the wall. It's sort of like a like a cane for a blind person. Okay, okay. And so initially my wife's concerned to going, uh, why... Uh, what can we do? You know, are you sure she's blind? This and that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw her fall down the stairs like four different times. And she walks into the walls and <laughs> trying so hard. You, yeah. Laugh. Uh, <laughs> and the thing is, is you can't even do like, you can't even flash light in her eyes. Cause it's just a big Brown circle. So I'm like, I don't, does she have pupils? I'm not sure what's happening here. Man. I... Uh, but my wife was like, well, what do you do when a dog's blind? Do you put it to sleep? And I'm like, I mean, no. I yeah, mean, of course you do. Why answer. would you put it to sleep? It's still a living being. And well, she's I'm... like, well, you know, I don't know what kind of, you know, what kind of life can you live? And she's like, I'm just not sure what you're supposed to do. Do you put a, a blind dude animal to sleep? And I let was me, like, let me, well, help, let me help you out real quick. Anytime your wife ever says, hey, uh, one of these animals, should we put it to sleep? The answer is yes, without <laughs> even like. I, I hear you. But for for my argument, I if my she, wife ever goes, "Hey, the cat's your acting, wife." My wife, is she ever, dude? If she ever says anything about the cat, she's like, "Hey, the cat's got a weird something. Yeah, you should put it to sleep. <laughs> well, you should put it down." Are, the, the reason I bring this up is because I was arguing with her and saying, "Like, you don't. It's not ready to die because it's blind." She went out of town and she's once, like, well, and I why? made my cat disappear. And I'm like, "Well, can I give you a list of people who are blind that we didn't just kill?" Oh, good. So uh, in this, I presented this list to her, which uh, I wrote down because I quickly remembered it. Let's it was, start with Maester Amon Targaryen. 
<laughs> I didn't hit the step on your awesome list. I know you're about to say that. Uh, Ray Charles, Helen Keller, Andrea Bocelli, Stevie Wonder, Daredevil. Wait, who's Bocelli? The opera opera singer. That you can't see? No, he's blind. <laughs> really? Yeah. Bocelli's blind? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, How's he ho- going get her on stage? Homer, the guy who wrote The Odyssey, not Homer Simpson. What? So, to be fair, he someone else dictated it. He just told the story? Is that how that works? He wrote it. He wrote a book. With what? I mean, yes, obviously. I mean, his handwriting looked like shit. <laughs> well, Jeff Healy. Hold on. Wait, so, like, did he, he would really have to tell somebody. And like, Steven Seagal. We're done with that list, but anyway. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to tell you. It's just no, like, it's was Homer like, hey, man, I got this story. Write this shit down. You know, I probably should have researched that, but I just was, <laughs> I just was, uh, I remember that these are some famous black. Uh, did you say Steven Seagal was? <laughs> these are. <laughs> These are some famous blind people. Not only are they <laughs> mostly black. Some of them are black. I mean, Daredevil. <laughs> the Apparently, they don't know if they are or aren't. The best ones are. What was the guy The, the guy from uh, uh, Chappelle? <laughs> the black guy. That the was, black Klansman? Yes, the blind he Klansman? He was blind and didn't know. He's like, he I black. hate him. He goes, they stink. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. What are the Someone's funniest? Someone's yelling out. Oh, the funniest. No, it's Black Klansman. Well, yeah, but whatever the guy's name the was. Blind. Oh, his name? In the, yeah, Jeez, the character's name. I don't know. Regardless, which ching chong chang? Regardless, I gave my list. Did you say Steven Seagal? No. At the end of that? No. No? I might have. Okay. I was just hoping to slip that by you, but whatever didn't work out. You said Homer Simpson. The... with, so I gave her this list, and I and then so we had a long argument about like you know if that was the case when somebody was blind that we just took their life away from them that uh, you know we would have to uh, make excuses for why Stevie Wonder didn't oh. grace the uh, and then I think yeah. my mom entered the argument by saying that Stevie Wonder wasn't isn't he's only legally blind. And he's not technically blind. And I'm like... He can see a little bit? I don't think so. I think what, she's completely dude? incorrect. I don't know. Maybe we need to Google it. But she's like, yeah, I think he's just legally... I'm like, you mean he can't drive? Like he has to ride a motor scooter instead of a car? Wait, or he can't see? He can actually see his piano. There's, just, I was going to say, there's no way he dresses the way he does and he has any ability to see. No, that by his hairline alone, he would have been shaving his head long ago. Oh, well, I don't know. LeBron keeps his hair going for some reason. He's not blind. Clearly not blind. Stevie Wonder actually can see everything. He just sucks at crossword puzzles. <laughs> wow. He's like, they're too, they're, they print them too small. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, so we keep people... Um, we keep people. Oh, sure. There's a lot more life to live. I mean, not for a dog, though. People when you think, really think about it, it's like dude. her dog basically walks from one spot to the n- another, lays down, urinates in the house, and then, you know. So that part alone. Man. When, the dog is wearing a diaper at this point. So I'm like, not, and not because she's a puppy. She just likes him. Yeah. <laughs> I We're super, um, we keep people around way longer than we need to. I would even argue that. But when it comes to dogs, man. I don't know. I, I'm not one of those people. Those four, I'm not those, one of those people. My brother-in-law, I've been begging to kill his dog for many years. Those four people that are still Team Ben, I'm going to lose you guys right here. I, I don't... I, do, I have always had pets growing up. I've always loved them. But I... Um, almost like a sociopath. I have like a cap. You? There's a, there's a limit. It's <laughs> hard to believe. There's a limit to how much I can care about a non-human. You know what I mean? Like yes. some, some people, there's a limit to how much I can care about a human. To be fair, but like some people go like, you don't understand. Like they're they're they're, they're, they're the, when you come home, the dog is there for you. I I get all that. He's still just a dog that licks his balls and eats poop and like you have to pay 
to board him when you go on vacation. And if something happens with your family or there's an emergency, you can't leave your house or you want to go out on a date with your wife and you want to stay out late, you got to come home and let the thing out because it has to go to the bathroom. And there's all those things. And then people argue for a cat. And I'm just like, no, that's that's well, cats are better worthless for one, in my opinion. But like I just there is a limit to how much. I can care about them. When when we put my dog Paco down, I was I didn't do it. Uh, my wife actually took him Why? in. My wife took him in and had the dog put to sleep. I was glad I didn't do it because when I when I did do it to my mom's dog, yes, it was emotionally it was actually very rough. But dude, it seemed like when I was done with that scene, I was sad for a minute. I'm done. It's good. Next day it was like, oh, where's Haley? I, this dog's gone. This dog's gone now. I'm still calling. My wife's dog, Sophie, uh, Foxy, which is her last dog's name. So when I bitch scream and complain about her current dog, I call it by the last annoying dog she had's name. I haven't even memorized this dog's name yet. Well, it goes back to like when people go like my fur babies. It's like I get it. I get you love your pet. But if you think it's even in the same stratosphere as the way you can love a human... I, I think you're the one that's weird, not me. See, I want to agree with you, but then I think about all the humans I know, and I go, how much simpler it is to love a utility animal. Well, I mean, if I have to get rid of one of the two, it's probably going to be humans. But If we're talking about the you know the difference between some kind of turd dog that does nothing but- and a some badass Doberman that protects your house and is beautiful and, and, and majestic. It's, it's two different worlds. It's almost like we were talking about before Steve Buscemi on one hand, Dwayne, the rock Johnson on the other hand, mm-hmm. like one is, I, I don't even consider this thing, you know, no. whatever it is. Well, there's levels to this shit for sure. Yeah. There's definitely levels, but if your dog could bring you the newspaper and your slippers, he's a keeper, dude. I mean, there's more value. There's a lot of humans. We're not that, training dogs to do that. Kind there's of a lot of humans that I wouldn't, I'd be like, listen, I'll be sad for five seconds, and then you know what I mean. Like, right. I, I know I'm, I am kind of turning into that character Dexter a little bit. Like, I'm like, I should act sad now because people tell me to act sad, but like, I just don't. I don't know, man. I, I've lost a lot of pets, and it's sad. I've had that cat Tadahito Gucci, the starting second baseman for the 2005 World Series champion Chicago White Sox. I've had him for a long time, and uh, he's starting to act weird and get wonky. And it'll be a bummer for like a day. And I'm but like, he carries oh, around that uh, that nameplate, and it probably hurts his neck. <laughs> it's, 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 he's got a, he's got one of those uh, what are those thick? He's got like a leaderboard one where the <laughs> you just type it in the computer and it just it's a uh, is that like, like when the road signs? Yeah. yeah, it's a scrolling text. Right. Anyways, I, I, I know like a I, CNN ticker. People right now are going like, "Screw you, man! I love my dog." I get it, you love your dog. I'm just saying, one. There should be a cap to how much you love your animal. It can be a lot. You can love your animal a lot, but, dude, close to a human? Come on. That's not any human because there's a lot of humans that are human garbage. But I just mean, like, <laughs> more than <laughs> more than not, you know? Yeah. But, like, I don't know, man. I just, if you don't believe me, like, look at somebody who's lost, like, a child and look at somebody who had to put their dog down. You, you think the sadness level is even comparable? Well, you know, those, let's, those, let's, let's you, talk, talk Frank for a minute. Your sappy ass has been every time you see one of these dumb videos where a soldier comes back home and they surprise oh like a God, kid with it. Dude. I'm that I'm makes actually, me cry more than all your pets. I'm actually more apt to get emotional about the dog that lays on top of the soldier's <laughs> grave and tries to dig the soldier oh, really? back up. Yeah, not me. I'm like, he's a dumb dog. Get out of here. 
Quit, sh- quit pissing on his gravestone. <laughs> That's funny. And he didn't like that. Yeah. Other, or the cochlear implant videos where the kid, you know, or the the, oh, the, the, God, the family God. that buys the dad the glasses that allow him to see in color for all these yes. years. And he gets to see his redheaded daughter's freckles. And those, Bro, those I, the, the ones with the soldiers, it's like, all right, we've done it. We've seen it. Let's move on. They are getting a little fished out. Yeah. They had a show just based on that. Like what? TLC. Or one of the oh, one of the really? you know one of those uh, like Oprah's channel where I, it was literally based on every episode was like two it was called Coming Home or something like that and every episode was like a way that people surprised the relatives. feels a bit contrived you know what I mean but yeah, like for sure I I was talking to somebody I said man they need to clip one of these channels like TLC one of these channels that nobody watches cut one of those off and just have it be rolling footage of cochlear implants seeing color for the babies hearing for the first time. Um, if soldiers coming home. They just and somebody was like, "Why don't you do that? Why don't you make they that channel?" Already. And I was because I go because if I thought of it, I'm sure eight million people yeah. already did. I don't know where they are, but that should be a channel, dude. That gets me. Av- yeah, I, not me. I know. Look, I know it's well. There was there was one that kind of made me laugh because like they're like, "Hey, uh, it was like a second grade class or something or kindergarten," and they're like, "We're gonna have somebody read a book to us today. We're gonna have a special guest." And it was the, the father came in, and the kid goes, "Daddy." And like turned on, didn't even get up right away. It was just like, "Daddy, hey," and he's like, "Come here." And you can even see like the look in everyone's face was like, "We thought this was gonna be a little right more <laughs> special." This is was a little, uh, and so then you know he's like, he's he like, you better start crying, you little bitch," you know, like slapping around. <laughs> but dude, the ones that are legit, the ones like you you see the kids throw whatever's in their hand and just leap into their fucking ones are crying, dude. They're I, I know they're set up, but like. There was a commercial. Dude, they earned it. Okay, you, you you don't see your kid for a year. You come home, you get a yeah, gorilla. that's for you, though. I don't care. It's. I almost wish, like, somebody had just caught it on video. Yeah. Sure. If it's set up, it's a little weird. But you know what, dude? I remember when Rambo came home, they called him a baby killer and they spit on him. So this is definitely better than that. Yeah, they showered him with a hose. <laughs> well, that happened, too, yes. Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> they had to delouse him. <laughs> What's the big fella's name? Teasel? It was his real name, though, the big... Uh, Brian Dennehy? Yeah, Brian Dennehy gave him a real hard time. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that turned out to be a huge mistake. What if Rambo came home and Brian Dennehy went, Rambo, and just threw his <laughs> shit off and ran at him? No, I know it's anything sucks when it's like set up, but I'm willing to just go like, you earned it. You guys earned it. Okay. I, I don't care. I know it's cheesy, dude. I know like it's set up. You Look, how many times do we got to see people's proposal pictures? No, even worse oh, than look, that. Oh, look, it's set up. I'm on one knee. The sun's setting. The, the, we, dude. The announcement of what gender your baby is. Fi- yeah. The gender reveal. So, dude, the, you ever seen the video of the gender reveal uh, mishaps? Yes. They're like fantastic. the ladies walking out, carrying a bunch of stuff, and her kid walks up and pops the balloon. Before <laughs> she even fantastic. I just mean for every one of those, I go, look, if they get to, then the guy that went to war gets to. Just yeah, does. okay, he just but, does. But, but I don't know. I feel like... Can you just pretend to be there, impressed for his yeah, sake because he went to war? There's sometimes when you come across stuff that you like, and this is just my what I, <laughs> what I wish for you. When you come across something on Twitter that you go, that really moved me, like it. But you don't have to hit the retweet. I don't care mm. about it. You like it. Just keep it for you, man. It's for, just for you. I don't really know, like... Twitter etiquette. I don't know the difference. I don't know that there is, but I'm just saying, like, I look I retweet at retweet everything if I and can. I go, this sappy son of a bitch. I retweet like if I like it, if like if it's if there's like you can get up to two. If it's two, I retweet it. If I like it, it's one. Like I don't know. You mm. know what I mean? I don't I know. Like how that works. methodology. Maybe I retweet way too much. Maybe. I don't know. You know what else I like? Arranged marriages. 
Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I was thinking about this a lot last week. It's not a bad idea. Most people, if they say the average, I I think we're well past 50% of marriages ending in divorce, like statistically. It's actually dropping a little bit right now. But that's when, obviously, we're terrible at picking. Terrible at picking. We're We're terrible. Mommy and daddy know best. No, they don't. Okay. Not anymore. (laughs) What do you mean? I mean by selecting someone for you. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. It's always dude, been that way. Dude, look at Game of Thrones. They, you, they, know, you think your dad's not going to pick a winner for you? Yeah, come on. I'm like, Dad, I know you love redheads. Please knock it off. I don't care <laughs> if she's got ginormous knockers. That's not what I'm about. He's like, yes, you are, son. You're going to love these things. And you're, I'm like, no, I mean, I'd prefer she was literate, but no, nah, don't worry about that. Normally what they say is- Promise is a promise. She's Hispanic. You're going to pick- somebody that's close to your mother they'd say that like you'll go find someone that's yeah, like your they mother do say that but your dad is going to pick someone that's completely opposite of your mother yeah. so that, that, that's yeah. where you win right because he's going to go oh hell no this is my yeah. boy i can't have that happen to you don't go with what 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 biology has told you to do yeah. i made that mistake yeah. you don't need to make Your son i have to it was you i mean how many times has someone that's come before you at your job go like listen i made these mistakes so you don't have to Right. So, so listen, believe, if you've ever listened to one thing I've ever said, <laughs> listen to these next sentences. That could be your dad picking for you. Right. This guy I work with got, we were just, it made me think of it because we were talking about the proposal photos. Beautiful photos. Everything's nice. Don't, don't be grudging. Don't take anything away from him. Dot, dot, dot. But I started thinking about the divorce rate and I started thinking just about, and this is, don't, don't listen to this. You people that are on the fence, don't listen to this too intently. This isn't meant to be serious, but but part of it is, and I'll tell you why. Because if the divorce rate is already over half, right, that means that, like you said, we're not that great at picking it. But but even more important than that, think of all the stuff you don't have to worry about. If it's an arranged marriage, here's what you'd never hear. You promised when we first met that you would never be fill in the blank, right? Mm-hmm. When we started dating... You never, ever fill in the blank. Or how about, uh, I wish you would have told me this on our first date because then I would have never fill in the blank. You don't need to because we never had a first date. I don't, I don't need to promise you shit. It's like everything you learn is a, it's a new hidden gem. Whatever your dad told you about me, take that up with him. Like, Well, I, you know, as far as if your dad's doing the picking, it's purely physical there's just no other well, that's but like whatever like okay you got an arranged marriage and and the father told this the daughter i'm, I'm gonna arrange you with this guy he's a nice guy he's not gonna beat you blah 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 whatever else right it's <laughs> those are the two requirements those are the two, <laughs> the two they say nice he's gonna be nice too and he doesn't beat you take off the nice he doesn't have to be nice he's not gonna beat you he's not gonna slap you around but i mean there's not that like hey you go on the first couple of dates. It's like, oh my god, yeah, I love. Um, I think um, I love reggaeton music. I always have. That's great. You like it too? That's awesome. We should have sex later. Like that part never happens. So you get married. And you go. If your dad told you I like reggaeton, you take that up with him. I never did. I never told you that. Uh, as a matter of fact, I specifically told him I love playing PlayStation and eating Cool Ranch Doritos while in my underwear. If he didn't relay that info to you, you you, you take it up with Mister. Uh, Rajneesh or whatever, because I'm pretending this thing we're Indian. Yes, that because ulti- ultimately you go back to that as the only culture. Not because I'm racist. Marriages. Not, not but at all because I, I'm racist. I look at it and I go like, if I don't know how the process goes. I've seen a couple of television shows, but that's really you don't have only, to use the accent, but if you want to, you can. Uh, I feel like 
if uh, you ever, what is that show? I think it was Idiot Abroad or one of those shows where, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just they, me they, driving they around sent, in a car. They sent somebody into <laughs> an arranged marriage situation yeah. and uh, he got set up with somebody just for the TV show. But um, I wonder if, how long you get to interview, if you're the perspective, you're the father and you're getting to meet the, the, the potential groom to be. Mm hmm. Like how long do you get to sit down and interview this person and and and, and to get a feel for him? And do Ooh. you ha- how do you have a pre-formatted questionnaire? Do you smell the guy's breath? Do you this say, hey, guy, here's this, what's going to happen? The, the groom to be? Yes. Okay. If you're the father, do you say, here's what what we get to do? We get to meet you once, where you have a an appointment to meet us, so you're prepared. Not a camping then, weekend. What? Not like a weekend of camping or no. anything. And then we, uh, the second meeting uh, of our choice, we get to go into your place when you're not there without you knowing we're coming, because I need to see oh, how no, you that's, live. That's off the table. <laughs> that's not happening. And again, a list, I a list of questions that I prepared. Just probably, by the sheer probably bodies like alone. A hundred questions, you know, that stem everywhere it's from, uh, you know, what you've done for a living to how your breath smells to, you know. Yeah, but you, depending on what demo you come from, like, hey, look, dude, I make I make three hundred k a year. Uh, you get forty questions. Hell well. If you don't like it, go find go find some poor go find some poor guy who will love or make your hot pockets every night. So I feel like what it is now is if you have a daughter, you can arrange for her to marry a man of your choice. But it's not like the a family of a man is also marrying him away to a da- a, a family with a girl. Mm-hmm. Is that how it's is it is that your idea of how it still works? Um, or is well, it well? Right now we're in India, <laughs> and it is. Uh, a guy trying to get rid of his daughter mm-hmm. by by, or or trying to join two two royal houses together, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it's a guy looking for a male suitor. It's I don't I, I don't I don't envision it as Benjiria. Like, yeah, I don't. Oh, the hotel Benjiers. I don't think it's a thing where you're trying to like sell your son off as much. Be interesting to actually have some information, but why? But that being said, <laughs> I what? feel like. I feel like the the biggest thing is you know as well as I do someone's it's like a job interview you're you're prepared to lie and, and oversell yourself. I want to see where you sleep. I want to see how you live without you knowing. It's almost like how John Taffer. How much do you think your daughter's says, worth in this situation? When she, John, you got seven of them, you got to get rid of them, bro. When John Taffer goes like, you know what? We came to your bar and we put up these hidden cameras that you, you, yeah. you didn't know about, and we've been watching you for the last month and you didn't know about it. It's like, yeah, but I saw the camera that you, it wasn't there before and it has duct tape all over it because right, you right. know you you guys get, just jammed it up in that corner. So. It says bar rescue cam <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> but I always laugh when he's like, "You didn't realize that we hid these cameras in here." But for that same scenario, you should be able to to uh, to hook some cameras up. It'd be nice that. to do a little recon. It'd be nice. You have to. But there's, dude, I'm looking at this from the perspective of well, so this show. Over. I think I think it was Idiot Abroad, but it, it, it's one of the ones that Ricky Gervais puts on. And uh, so this it's episode the where he uh, laughs super loudly. <laughs> the arranged marriage episode. Uh, they actually have in this was in India. They actually have guys whose job it is to do background investigations on potential suitors and surveillance. So if you are the potential groom, this guy's the family pays this guy to go out and 
cap do surveillance, make sure this guy's not meeting with other women, make sure he's not out at the bars at night drinking, you know, whatever, ha- mm. you know, if he smokes cigarettes and then this guy comes back and gives you a report. So they have private investigators whose job is just to basically follow I a see. potential husband around and get the, get the this, real story about how problem. he lives. Every time we have an idea, someone else has already come with an idea and met producers <laughs> wow. and made a reality show about that's that works for an affluent community. But what about all the poor people that get married? They're not going to be able to afford all that. Yeah, I don't know. So now, but he, now you're married, and think he, I'm just so glad I'm married. Think about what's as would the fixed marriages people be. Mm. Um, that was probably grammatically terrible. But the people with fixed marriages would also be super happy because, listen, you might not have found the love of your life. Get it. But I think at some point people go, that's eh, not that important to me anyways. This is a business. We're running a family here. We got things to do, right? You think about the things you wouldn't have to worry about or that wouldn't be on the table. Like you're you're not going to be like, you don't love me like you used to. You don't look at me the way. This is well, going to be trying to win this person over and. No, you're not. This you is are because it is arranged, but that doesn't mean an arranged marriage can't be a divorce can't occur. What? That just no, means you're married. Occur. Doesn't mean you're linked together to the, forever. Does to it? The shame of everyone's bloodline. It can't know. happen. No, and no. I don't know about that. In 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 the thing I've painted and created in <laughs> in, in India that I know in, in Ben Benjiria in my India Benjiria you're stuck for good. Oh, gotcha. Unless the woman runs away like with a tiger or some shit, mm-hmm. but. I just mean like you both will have that low bar of what you expect from each other. So now the things that do go your way, well, that's a pleasant surprise. It's a matter of like, how are you looking at it? You're not looking at it like, like I remember like one time, okay, after my dad had, had passed away, whatever, my mom was like dating somebody and my sister, my sister had asked her like, well, cause they were thinking, my mom was thinking about getting remarried, right? She was like dating this guy again. And my sister had asked her, like, well, think about it. Is And it's so funny that it sounds in retrospect. She's like, is this like a, think about it. Is this like a person that you couldn't live without? And I'm like, you're asking that to our mom who lost the person she couldn't live. Like, she now has realized with no uncertainty that she actually can physically survive with the person <laughs> right. that she would have chosen to not live. Like, like, I thought it was such a silly question to ask that because... And it's not trying to get serious, but just to to look at it in a different way. My mom's like, I can live without anybody at this point. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're first on the list, bitch. Keep talking. Yeah, like, <laughs> it like, this seemed like a silly, like, a, like that's the question you ask a 19 year old. Do you love this man so much you could never? And my mom's like, ah. I'm pretty sure I need, like, food and water, and I'm not even that keen on those anymore. I would just tell your mom to go to my role, which is, again, is put it aside for two weeks, and if you're still interested, then That's certainly better advice. (laughs) But the advice that my sister was giving her was advice that, like, a 21-year-old or 23-year-old or 25-year-old should hear. At an advanced age, you're like, it's not how I'm... I'm looking for different things. So you got an arranged marriage? You don't ask those silly questions. Can you live without this person? It doesn't matter. It's all in the contract. Now... Hey, don't be jerks to each other. Be nice to each other. You might even end up liking some of the same sitcoms and watch them together. You, you might, she might watch The Wire with you. Yeah, you know? I mean, me and my wife. My wife. <laughs> I feel like we started out, and I've said this before, my on wife. the same page because she went out of her way to 
appease me by liking the same things I liked. Right. And over time, she showed her true colors and was like, I don't like any of that stuff. And but imagine in the beginning if you were like, hey, I don't care if you like any of these. These are my shows. It'd be nice if you did. She wouldn't have to pretend. Oh, and you and, could try to convince her to like like The Office, and she'd be like, oh, I've never seen that before, and not just go out of her way not to like it because like, you do like it. Where I come from? We don't get to watch television. You know what I mean? This, this, I'm still in India. All this for that, huh? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm, you know, I'm not going to do this, the noise. That's not nice at all. I'm not going to do the accent. What was that neck movie you were doing? Uh, I just, that was a sassy woman okay. plus an accent. Uh, <laughs> I just like, when, okay, remember in Fight Club when he's like, when you've lost everything, you're free to do anything. Mm-hmm. You plug that philosophy into an arranged marriage. Mm-hmm. When you don't expect anything. You also said, you, I thought I bought my last couch. Dang it. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> imagine a fridge with nothing but condiments in it. I mean, I'm just saying, imagine like being in a, in, in a situation where you're, you don't expect them to do anything but not stone you to death. Now anything's a pleasant surprise. You're like, oh my God, he doesn't fart all day in my face? This is fantastic. Or Or with the woman, it could be like, Wow, I didn't know like uh, she could cook anything, and it turns out she can cook two things. I not just, like I wanted to marry a chef. I just feel like it's a lot of pre- the vetting process has to be a lot of pressure before like they're going to present you with this person that you're arranged to be married to, and it's like you 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 hope that they have your best interest at heart and not their own best interest. You know what I mean? Like probably typically it was like. You're saying we're marrying these two majestic families together, royal families together, or whatever. Mm. They have political power or property or whatever. The, the, the physical part of it, it means nothing to the families. Right. It's like, hey, I don't, I don't care if you think she's good looking. I don't care if she's. No, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah, it doesn't matter if she has a you know a hairy back. Or but whatever yeah, but now that that stuff's out not of the that way. it doesn't matter anyway. People, you know, beauty's no, only skin deep. We, we love that. But if once that stuff's out of the way, like there's no pressure. To be the most beautiful person for that man. There's no pressure to be the most handsome man for this woman. It's like, that's not why you're here. Right. That's not why you're here. So all I got to do is be myself, and hopefully you're into it. So you can pick your friends, and you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your wife. You can pick your the nose of your arranged wife. Maybe. If it's in the contract. That's true. Well, I guess you got to sit down and iron that out. <laughs> I, it's pretty ironed out to me, brother. Listen, if we're... Less than 50% anyway. Um, that means that the way we're doing it ain't so great. Mm-hmm. And we're doing it with the self-righteous, like, I found the love of my, the perfect so, person. But why is an arranged marriage better than a uh, I'll tell you a why, mail-order bride? Uh, well, because in that, one, there's, there's a slant of one of them is out. Like, one of them is in it just for, like, I'm going to use you for your money. Who says? They're an impoverished they, country, and they're, well, they can't why. get out, and they go, hey, listen, what's more important to me than, than maybe being attracted to the person who marries me is me getting out of this situation, and maybe I'll find, I'll find love. Here's my totem pole. <laughs> Arranged marriage is the best. Buying a mail-order Russian bride is second best, or any country. Well, you also have to remember she has mail-order Russian <laughs> brothers and a father. You know, depending on where she is in Russia. But, this is package uh, deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> You will be, be imp- careful. You will be impressed. Mm. You are going to stop her. You're going to bring us with, no? So, oh, I forgot people love my accents. Anyways, uh, it goes: arrange marriage, purchase a wife, uh, find your soulmate. Mm-hmm. I haven't figured out what the next one is. 
Oh, get knocked up. Get knocked up at like 14 right. or whatever. Right. That's like the worst. Get pregnant by sitting on a toilet seat. Get pregnant um, by a toilet seat at 14. That's right. the bottom as far as I can go down. So yes. what do you think? Arranged marriages, yeah? I, I don't have a problem Dude, with let's it. I think, try I, it. I think that uh, don't, don't say it's don't surely try interesting. It. And for some people, it's like, I got, you know, <laughs> what other option do they have going? So why not? Well, that's the other thing, too. Like some of these uh, mutants out there that wouldn't find love anyway. We're going to hook you up with somebody. She's going to have all the anatomical parts you require. But your in problem? all, in all fairness, it has to be, you almost have to put people at, and not just based on looks, but you almost have to put people on, on, on shelves like at the carnival where it's like, no, you can't pick that prize. You can only pick from shelf number one. Like you oh. don't get to pick from shelf number three unless you get two number ones. Well, like, then you could pick from shelf When they have races, there's certain heats, mm-hmm. there's certain tiers. Yeah, right. You're right. in the fifth tier, bro. Yeah. It's not... Uh, the 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 bride that Tom Brady purchased is not the one that you get, right? And the, you know, again, as that's is, equi- there's an equivalency, and it's not just solely based on looks. It's based on intelligence. It's yeah. based on what you you know money. It's based on uh, you know what what your uh, you know look, uh, what kind of what kind of soul you have. All the look, dude, mostly if, based on looks. if you and I are in the same room and we're talking about, we'll say Sarah Underwood because we always bring her up. Say I'm talking about Sarah Underwood. You don't even have your phone open. I guarantee you go on Facebook later and it's going to suggest that you be her friend or whatever. Mm. That shit is crazy. So whoever's doing those algorithms, have the people in charge, get Facebook's 50 top algorithm peeps, right? Have them start working on who the arranged marriage should be. Dude, they're going to, okay, we all start over. They're going to hook us up with somebody who's remotely close to what we wanted. You'd think so, yeah. They like parasailing more than we thought because we mentioned it too many times in a conversation. But Neil Clark Warren promised like 16 points of, uh, or 180 points or whatever, how many points he came up with. Of Is uh, that the son of a bitch who wrote Men is from Mars? No, it's the guy who did Men are, 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 from from are from Mars. Whatever website that is where... It goes, this will be an everlasting love. You know, uh, it's one of those, whatever the one people. Is that a Christian the, songwriter? It's the guy that came up with the website that uh, was the first one where people were meeting up. When, when, uh, Mash.com? Maybe, one of those. One of those? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know who that guy is. Yeah, so he's the guy that came up with these, like I said, 110 points of light or whatever. It was. Oh, okay, or okay. I get what you're saying. He was like, saying, like, all these, these specific I'm sorry, I wasn't following up. you first. It's basically an algorithm, like mm-hmm. a root. But this would Neil be. Neil Patrick Harris. Doogie Hauser would make right. us an algorithm that would be way more refined. Mm-hmm. Can't hurt. I'm saying try it for America. Try it for ten years. If we're all less happy, how could we be much less happy? Next generation. I mean, we had to do something drastic anyway. So. Shapiro was talking about Joe Rogan today. He's like, we're in one of the. It's one of the best times to be alive and the best places to be alive. You were born in the best country in the best time so far, like for mankind so far, and we're still miserable. Let's just go back to range Let's just try it. That is episode 212 of the Hey My Man podcast. We will see you later. One thing I know is true. I need a little girl like you. So I can start hanging around. So I can start making that that time. It's starting to. Every time, what a thing.
Yeah.